Welcome to Set Free 24-7. My name is Robert, and today we are going to talk about cracking the trigger code. That's right. We're not talking about your 9 or your 357 or anything like that. We're talking addiction recovery here. Addiction recovery triggers. That's right. These sneaky little things that throw us off course. Now, I felt like this was important to talk about because I'm coming up on 13 years sober here and I love talking about some of the little things that I implemented into my life that ended up making a difference, that ended up making it it possible for me to even be sitting here talking about this because believe me when I tell you, there was a time in my life where I was hell-bent on destruction in my life and everything around me. And I have had plenty of triggers in my life and I still have some that I recognize and I'm able to see and deal with today. So today we're going to unveil the secrets and equip ourselves with four powerful strategies to keep us clean. So grab a comfy seat, hit that subscribe button and let's get started. So here we go, guys. Let's picture this. You're making pretty good progress in your recovery. Let's say you're, maybe you're going to meetings. Everything is going good. You know, maybe you're serving a little bit. You know, life is decent. You know, you're feeling confident, strong. And then bam, out of nowhere, something triggers that urge to use again. It's crazy. It's like a secret code that unleashes a storm inside of your brain. But friends, fear not, because today we're going to try to crack that trigger code together, because you know what? We are better together. These four steps start out with number one, something that worked for me was reflection. So take a moment and think back on those times when your cravings intensified, or maybe when you gave in to substance use, maybe you relapsed. Think about the events that led up to that. Were there moments where you could have not been in that situation? Were there plenty of opportunities for you to have said no right there? Think about the circumstances. How were you feeling during that time? Who was around you? Really immerse yourself into that moment because by reflecting on those moments, what you do is you start to identify the triggers that kind of sneakily lure you back into those old habits, right? So it's almost knowing like, hey, I know this is going to happen when this starts happening and recognizing I don't want to go down that road. That's not the road I'm trying to be down. Here we are, step number two, identifying people, places, and things. I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase before, but it's like, you know, you got to change your people, places, and things. And it's true. Here's where it gets interesting. So triggers fall into these different categories, right? So you have environmental, you have social, emotional, sensory. It's almost like different pieces of the trigger puzzle, if you would. So by understanding those categories, what we do is we narrow down potential triggers that might be lurking around the corner. I remember I had a buddy of mine who had to change the bank that he went to where he cashed his check on Friday because there was a trigger of a party store right across the street. So he would normally just go into that bank. He would have a bunch of cash in his hand. He would walk out. He would see that liquor store and say, oh, and then walk in the liquor store. 
and then repeat that cycle all over again. I know I've had times like that as well where uh, I would purposefully almost go down a certain area because uh, I knew that there would be people there that would sell me drugs. So it's almost like a, a intentional trigger, right? So what are some triggers that you've already identified in your own life? If you want, share them in the comments below. We can definitely start a conversation about that. Remember, we're better together. I don't ever want you to think that something that you're going through is unique to just you because from what I've seen in the short time that I've been on this earth, man, there's people going through all sorts of stuff and people that you wouldn't even expect are going through some things. So here we go. Number three, we have the power of journaling. That's right. Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper. It doesn't even have to be a fancy schmancy journal. Just get something and start keeping track of those triggers that you encounter. So when you encounter something that makes you feel a certain way, write that down, how it impacts your cravings. Also, write down strategies that you used to resist those cravings, right? So you, what you want is for that journal to become almost a secret weapon or a tool in your tool belt because there's always room on your tool belt for good, effective tools. I don't care how many there are in this addiction game, you need all the tools you can get. So that journal is going to become a priceless, priceless piece uh, for you. I hope that you're able to put in there how you were feeling with some of those cravings and then also some of the strategies that you used to get past that. So I know you can do this. So here we go. Number four, this is the last one and probably the most important. There's a lot of things that flow from this. Build yourself a strong support system. This is strategy number four. So what you want to do here is look intentionally Surround yourself with people who understand and who support your recovery journey. These people, I'm telling you, they're your cheerleaders, your confidants, your guides, your Sherpas, your all of that. They are there to get you to the other side. They're there to pat you on the back, to encourage you, to love on you, to pray for you, share your struggles with these people. Share your fears with them. Share your victories with them. Allow people to come alongside you and cheer for you because together we can conquer any triggering situation that comes our way. Once you get it out, it's no longer in your head. It loses all sorts of power. So I just encourage you find one or two people, just people that are going to be there for you. And those people will be priceless in your life, I promise you. So as we wrap up here, just remember, cracking this trigger code, I mean, these are four really good strategies, but this is an ongoing process. This is not a get rich quick or fix quick uh, scheme or anything like that. These are four things that have worked for me, but these aren't the only four things. All of this process takes self-awareness, dedication, and these strategies that I explored here today with you is just part of what worked for me. So surround yourself with positivity, explore some therapeutic techniques like, man, there's all sorts of stuff out there. There's this cognitive uh, behavioral therapy, make different lifestyle adjustments that support your recovery and then cultivate mindfulness 
and self-compassion because you know what we're tough on ourselves with addiction right and mostly with forgiving ourselves so practice that self-compassion today i believe in you you already have the strength within you to overcome some of these things and create something much better in your life so share your thoughts your experiences and any additional strategies that you've discovered along the way in the comments below i would love to see what works for you because my tool belt always has room for a new tool so let's support and uplift each other on this incredible journey called life i mean we're meant to do this together so thanks for joining me here today don't forget to hit the like button subscribe for more empowering content just like this we're just trying to get life done one day at a time and together we can crack that trigger code and reclaim part of our lives. So friends, stay strong and stay set free. Until next time.